I'm saying it now. Here's hot take number two. Elizabeth and Will are the main characters of Pirates mm. of the Caribbean. And I know you can say it's Jack Sparrow, but as I said earlier, he is the third character that perpetually moves the plot forward. There is not, I don't think there is a single one of these movies that starts or the plot moves without Jack Sparrow being involved. That is so true. That is so true. <laughs> Hello, and welcome to The Nerdiest Podcast, episode 82, the show where nerds talk about nerdy things. I'm your host, Mr. Nick Barrett, and as always, I am joined by my co-host, my ride or die, Mr. Jackson Glass, and I want to know how his week has been. But before I do that, I'm going to take less than 30 seconds of your time to plug our social media. You can follow us on Instagram at The Nerdiest Podcast. You can follow us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and any other major listening platform at the nerdiest podcast and you can check us out on youtube at the nerdiest podcast our frozen episode actually blew up over there which i'm sure wow. we'll talk about here in a minute uh but yeah that's our social plug out of the way now jackson how are you doing today <sighs> sir? you know i'm doing good because today is the first day of thanksgiving break and uh, so yeah. i get to go home for like a week and I'm really excited about that. I'm kind of frustrated because it took us a long time to set up today because we're like working on the new setup and I finally got some good upgrades and it just took a long time to get working. So it's frustrated on that, but it's been a good week. I got to play a show yesterday. Um, me and my roommate Gavin played a three hour set at like a local... Uh, square of shops and there were gonna be other people there but they either dropped out or got covid so oh he said hey oh, nice do you guys just want to play the whole thing and we said okay so we okay. put together uh, essentially pulled a three-hour set out of our butts and it went really well it was super cozy and it was just like we went to ihop after i made 25 dollars like come on did you spend all twenty five of those dollars at IHOP? I spent about ten. So what's okay. funny? So you still so they had at IHOP they have like a weekday special where you can get like two pancakes. I don't go to IHOP, so if this is not new information, I'm sorry. But there's like two pancakes and hash browns and eggs and bacon or sausage for like six dollars, which is incredible. And what's really funny is I got a coffee too. And it made it like $10. So I was like, oh, yeah, this $6 meal became $10 because apparently coffee at IHOP is like three fifty. The coffee costs you almost as much as the actual no, food. Yeah, literally. <laughs> and I'm like, bro, it's not even good coffee. Three fifty. It's not like it's Starbucks. Three fifty, you know? like is not what you'd pay for a latte these days. But it's still like a drip coffee should be like two dollars i don't Maybe i don't know that. if i get to live in like a fantasy world where drip is two dollars or like 
See, if I go to the coffee shop here, it'd be like maybe three dollars for just a just a black coffee. But that's good black coffee. This is diner IHOP black coffee for three fifty in like the smallest this is bad mug black I've ever coffee. This is bad black coffee, okay? Three fifty in this economy? What is in, in today's what is, economy? What does this nation come to? Okay? I could get a gallon of gas or a cup of coffee. What's what do I choose? <laughs> you can get a gallon of wow. My car takes premium gas. Well, <laughs> well, yeah, that is closer to three fifty. I pay like three fifteen a gallon, which, by the way, is way too expensive for gas. I that is so based. I remember when I first got <clears throat> my car, gas was like a dollar, maybe a dollar fifteen on a bad day, and I could like fill up my whole tank for fifteen bucks, and yep. now it's like, oh, oh gosh, gotta go fill up my tank. I Loki, I was waiting to fill up my tank till I got paid. No, um, okay, so... Because I, I was like, ugh, if you, and I only get paid once a month. If you've been listening for a while, you know that I really love the movie Nope that came out this year, and I've been trying to find it on Blu-ray forever, and Logan, a guest of the show, found it at Walmart, and he said, oh, I found it, do you want me to buy it and you can pay me back? I said, yes. So I owed him like $23 for like two weeks because I never have cash, and he doesn't have Venmo, this and that, and so I'm like trying, to, like trying to find this cash somewhere, and he was like, hey, I really need gas money if you, if I could have that $23. Like, if I'm you can just so do 23 sorry. in my tank, that'd be great. I'm so sorry. It was bad. Um, I'll get to your week. Well, no, I'll I'll ask. I have one more thing to say, but I'll ask about your week. How was your week? I'm seeing some Christmas lights and stuff. That's that looks like a fun oh, time. Okay, so, uh, it's it's been a good. Ooh, look at that Christmas. I'm eating a Christmas too. tree cake. You know, we're really just it's uh. D- no Thanksgiving. Fall is over. That's why the lights are flashing and celebrating. Fall is over, party. They, they will not stay like this, by the way. I swear. Um, for all of our poor video listeners who are like, you know, this is a little overstimulating. Mm, video Here, I'll, yeah. change it, I'll change it back while I'm, uh, while I'm <laughs> talking to one solid color. There you go. It's one solid color now. Um, so my week has been pretty okay. Um it started off good and then it just kind of was is i guess uh, i went to the cheesecake factory on monday Yo! which was nice cuz i got cheesecake so that's pretty good that's dope. like white people heaven uh it really is <laughs> we went uh we went in the like a monday afternoon at like 1 o'clock so there was nobody there mm. um but i do have a really I, I just thought of this i do have a really funny ihop story i've gone to ihop once and I got a burger. I didn't even get any breakfast food. Because it was like, it was, okay, we had just gotten out of class. And it was like 9.30 at night. And we were all like, you know what? Let's all go out to eat. So we went to IHOP. And it was like 9.30. They were about to close. And I was like, you know, I just, I really just want a burger. I don't really want any like sugary breakfast Mm -hmm. food. I just want something that I know is going to be good. I mean, it wasn't that great. But, (laughs) you know. Nice. It's a little were... overpriced. Yeah. It's like back when they were but... IHOB and they were like, it was just a publicity stunt, too. Yeah. Which, is so Which funny. was kind of cringe, honestly. Kind of cringe. Mm-hmm. Mega um, cringe. The opposite of based. But yeah, other than that, I've been playing a lot of Fortnite this week. I'm. I almost cried last night playing Persona 5. 
not because the game was sad, but because like their equivalent of dungeons is they're called palaces. And I had like spent an hour going through this palace and figuring out all the puzzles. And I was getting close to like maybe the halfway point or like three quarters of the way in. And I was like, you know what? Let me go fight this giant boss because it'll be easy. Right. And then I died. But Persona does this fun little thing where when you die, it sends you back to your last save point. Oh, and I was very rudely reminded that I had not saved in an hour and a half. So I had to do everything over again. It was like the only thing that carries over is money and XP. Uh, Everything else. No, you got to do it all over again. All those personas you caught, got to do it over that again. Is so all the puzzles tragic. you solved, got to do it again. So I, uh, I sped run through, and it took me like twenty minutes. But I was so, <laughs> like, devastated. I was like, oh my god, that is so sad. I'm so sorry. Yeah. You know, so, I also, I don't know if I mentioned it last episode, but I started doing this thing where I let Siri pick what shows I'm gonna watch. Like I have a list on serialized that is 12 shows. And then I have Siri pick a number between one and 12 and whichever one she says, uh, to watch, I end up watching. So right now I'm watching through a romance anime called Wotakoi. Love is hard for an otaku. It's on Amazon prime. It's only subbed, which is why it's taking me so long to watch it, but it's pretty Uh, good. I'm enjoying it so far. Um, and just for context, let me see what's in there right now. I know, only Murder Season 2 yes. is in there. It's so good. Along with The Terminal List, which is that Chris Pratt show on Amazon oh, Prime. Oh, yeah. I saw, like, pretty good things about that. There are a lot of an- – there's a lot of anime in here. Like, of the 12 shows in here, uh, one, two, three, four uh, – eight of them are anime. Oh. <laughs> so – That's just your you taste, know, it's though. pretty heavily skewed, but I'm trying to throw in more. Like, I put Atlanta in here. Because I want to watch. I want to watch that too. I really do. Um, I love Donald Glover. So, once I finish, and I'm only doing one at a time. I'm not gonna have Siri pick like three and then watch all three of them mm-hmm. at once. I'm really trying to like focus. tone back and focus on one show. So that makes sense. Which I need to catch up on Andor. I'm so far behind. Okay, I've seen one episode. I'm it's on bad. episode three. Might... <laughs> that was the last one I watched. How many episodes are there? Twelve. And oh, by the time bad. this episode comes out, the twelfth one will have just come out. That's like, not bad. Last Wednesday. That's not bad. The the thing is, I have no time to watch TV. Like, well, t- now you do. TV, like I might try to catch up over break. Um, TV is not something I have time for. Um, but I have been watching a lot of movies, and I think movies are a more group experience because it's just like. Oh, let's watch Mamma Mia. And then it's like, right. oh, sorry, I can't watch Mamma Mia. That's fine. Just don't watch Mamma Mia. If you're trying to watch a show altogether, it's like, oh, we can't watch it because Jason's not here and he's going to miss something and this and that. Yeah. So I think, like, as someone that is currently in a season of life where I really only watch TV and shows socially or for the podcast. The social aspect is coming up a lot more in movies than shows. Which, speaking of that, we took a huge group to go see Black Panther Wakanda Forever this week. Oh, here we go. And so there was a hu- there was like a ton of stuff going on. It was a Tuesday night, $5 movie day, because you 
think if I'm paying like twelve dollars to see that. Hell no. So the apparently Regal doesn't do five dollar movies. I looked because I want to go see really? it. And I canceled my movie pass. I checked every single showtime on Tuesday. They it was either it was it ranged between twelve and seventeen dollars, and I'm like, eh, Guys, I'll just wait till it's on Disney Plus. <laughs> I'm not I'm not in a hurry. The movie theater economy right now is so screwed up. Like. Yep. $17 for a movie ticket is insane. That's why I only go on Tuesdays because it's $5 movie day. And so exactly. we, it was super late. It was their last showing of the day. It was at 10 PM because everyone was super busy Tuesday, but we're like, Hey, if it's at 10 PM, no one will be there. It'll be $5 and we can just all go. And it'll be great. We brought 13 people to see this movie. Okay, we took up an entire row and it was really funny. Like I literally started on the other end of the row and like shook everyone's hand and said, hi, everyone, before I went to the other side where my seat was. And so that's how many people were here. And what I'll say about Black Panther Wakanda Forever is the parts I was awake for were pretty good. And... It may have been because it was at 10 p.m., but that was a contributing factor. But it's three hours long. And I'm not going to spoil anything, but it's a tribute film. It really is. And it's really well done. Like, it's a huge tribute to Black Panther and Chadwick Boseman, which is it's beautifully done. But about an hour and a half in, you check your watch and say... This is still a tribute film. And so while they do a great job of paying tribute to him and that character, that's its sole identity is this three hour tribute, which is great. But I think the first half is going to be should be tribute. That's great. And then the second half should be story. Like, where are we going from here? But I feel like. After watching it, I didn't feel like it went anywhere until the very, very end. Like the end credit scene started to go somewhere. And it was just kind of cringe to watch. When we uh when we get off the episode, can you just tell me what the post credit no, scene I absolutely is? I've can. seen a lot of people talking about it, and I'm like, eh, do I wanna go sit through the movie just to see the post credit scene? No, I'll tell you really. what, I'll tell you. Um, um, but yeah, ooh. that's kind of. You know what's Sorry. Marvel that'll be out by the time this episode comes out that I can actually look forward to? The Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special. It's I'm be so actually good. genuinely be looking so forward good. to that. Maybe uh, my new favorite Christmas movie? Who's, who's to, to say? say? Who's to say? I don't know. Anyway, the reason that we're here is to talk is about. Is also because of a Disney movie Pirates of the Caribbean. And this episode was supposed to come out like four Two episodes months ago, ago <laughs> and unforeseen circumstances happened. And I'm the just going to say really long. These are all pretty long movies. They're like two and a half hours long and there's five of them and people kept getting sick and it was like, I can't watch it right now. So I can't. Hey, here we are. We made it. We made it. So here we are. Um, Pirates of the Caribbean. If you don't know, then why are you here? But I'm glad you're here anyway. Johnny Depp, you know, Elizabeth 
No, not Elizabeth. Elizabeth. I was going to say her. Elizabeth Swan. <laughs> that's uh, that's her character Johnny name. Depp, it's Kira Knightley. Knightley. Uh, Orlando Bloom. Kira Knightley, also known as Natalie Portman's Natalie sister. Natalie Portman's um, twin. Shocker. <laughs> so, I mean, we can go movie by movie if you want, or we can just... I also want to point out. Which, we can go movie by movie, but I kind of want to get general thoughts out of the way yeah. first. I should also mention, this episode is most likely going to be full of hot takes. Most of them probably from me, that's but that's so true. pretty on brand for us. So, <laughs> if you, if listen, if you can't handle hot takes about Pirates of the Caribbean, then, you know... I, I don't think you should be here. Go find another be full podcast. Of hot takes. Um, go listen to one of our other various episodes. This <laughs> one may not be for you. Um, I should also, 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 also note: this is based on a ride. This is the. I think this is mm -hmm. the first time. No, this would have been like the second or third time Disney tried to do a movie series about rides because I know they did the Haunted Mansion movie in 2003 Looks which like, I do want to watch for the podcast at some point does that count? Uh, <laughs> yeah because it's named the Haunted Mansion it's based on the ride I mean I guess Um, and there's also I have it back there on my shelf I haven't watched it yet but there is a I don't remember I don't even know what year it's from but it's a Tower of Terror movie like it is literally the Twilight Zone Tower of Terror and that is the. But movie. it's not the Twilight Zone show. No. Interesting. It's just the Interesting. dad and his daughter go into this creepy hotel uh, on the dark side of Hollywood. Ooh, um, we should watch it. <laughs> so. Mm, 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 mm. I mean. We should. We could. I mean. Anyway. I got it right here. <laughs> anyway, moving on. Uh, uh, hold up. Wait a minute. <laughs> so, yeah. This was their first, or like, A attempt at making movies based on rides. And I think based on the fact that there are five of these movies, it did okay, at least financially. <laughs> um, and they're still, they are really trying to get a Pirates of the Caribbean 6. Oh, they're pushing In the hard. water. Like, they're trying to get that ship sailing. And it's not going very well because then they, they fired Johnny Depp when all the stuff with Amber Heard came out. And now that, like, that trial's over... And Johnny Depp won. Everyone's like, oh my gosh, we need Johnny Depp back. Which, by the way, Disney, you don't deserve Johnny Depp because you dumped him on the street without doing any for research as to whether or not any of it was true. Shame. But now you're trying to pretend like it didn't happen. Like you're trying to sweep it under the rug. No, you don't deserve Johnny Depp. He deserves better. But he also has to make a living. So who knows? Who's to say? Um, <laughs> I do a lot of things for money. <laughs> First hot take, I would argue that the Pirates movies were never about Johnny Depp to begin with. Ooh. They, like, Jack Sparrow, to me, as, like, after having seen all five movies, Jack Sparrow feels a lot more like the comedic side character. Mm. Not to say he is a side character. He's more of, like, a third wheel that keeps the plot perpetually in motion. And not to say he's a bad character at all. Right. He's not a bad character. It's just he's not the main character, despite the fact that, you know, when you say Pirates of the Caribbean, you think Johnny Depp, Jack Sparrow. He's always in the middle, like front middle on mm -hmm. every poster. Like, that's just the consensus. But I would argue he's not the main character, but we'll get there. So, yeah. What, are, think, your, uh, what are your general thoughts? I think generally, well, 
First of all, this is the first time I've actually sat down and watched through all of these. I've seen Same. them in passing. Like I watched, I think I watched them all in the car once when I was like 14. I don't think that counts. Like I don't remember no. anything. Um, but I think generally speaking, blanket statement, I was very impressed by these movies. Some more than others. I think the first three will be forever iconic. I think yes, the last two are fan fiction with a high production budget. So <laughs> the first one, okay, The Curse of the Black Pearl will never not be one of the, dare I say, one of the best movies ever made. Can I say that? I it's feel such like, a good movie. I feel like it's just one of those stories that just everything came together like we don't get stories and like movies like this anymore because like i don't remember the most recent movie that had like everything so perfect like the directing was perfect the casting was perfect like the soundtrack was perfect like the the editing is perfect like it, the story is perfect and like the visual effects for its time, 2003, they're amazing. I'm dare so... Dare I say, and I know we said this about Lord of the Rings, dare I say, they, the, the fir at least the first three movies have better CGI than Marvel's got right now. I mean... And they came out 2003, 2006, 2007, respectively. Yeah. Like, how? how do, I and I know we'll get to it, but like Davy Jones looked so good. looked amazing. That was in one of 2006. The, that was one of the only notes I actually wrote down was, holy cow, Davy Jones looks amazing. Like, I don't even know how they did it. And I think it's just kind of like, I don't want to say we're taking for granted visual effects, but they only use visual effects. for granted. The, the visual effects in this movie aren't a cop out. They're to add to the story. And so- and because we also don't have giant men with yeah. squid tentacles, beard, and like a like crab if Davy Jones walking around. Like if Davy Jones was just a dude, he wouldn't be scary. But like he, they you they like really efficiently used their visual effects, and yeah. everyone like the costumes in this movie are incredibly well done. Production design is just on point, and like they were shot on location. All those ships are real, and so it's kind of like. It's it's just like it's came together. It really just is one of those like near perfect movies. The first yeah. one is. And you just get this young Orlando Bloom that like will never have that again. And it's fresh just off of Lord of the Rings. Fresh <laughs> off of Lord of the Rings. Welcome back to the Orlando Bloom cast where we only revisit Orlando Bloom franchises. But like I don't I have no beef with the first movie. That's incredible. And then the second two are also amazing. I think Dead Man's Chest did some incredible stuff with the character of Elizabeth Swan. I really like that. Um, and then I they brought it's... it all together in At World's End. Okay, by so... making her like the, the pirate mm -hmm, king mm -hmm. Here's or the thing. Here's the thing. This is... This is why it's so good. So Dead Man's Chest and At World's End was going to be one movie. And then as the story fleshed out, they said, oh, we need two. Like, this is this is like this. So 
that's like you could watch them back to back like they which just which I kind of did. Yeah, no same. They just kind of like flow right into each other. And so there's like which like really puts into perspective how the last two are like on Stranger Tides and Dead Men Tell No Tales are completely separate. Like there's yeah. there's no continuation except for characters if that. If anything, it feels more like like Dead Man Tell No Dead Men Tell No Tales, which by the way I honestly kind of hate that it's named that because that's like the slogan from the ride. And I know that's not like a new thing they developed for the ride. There are a lot of things in these movies that are just based on, oh, these are actual pirate, like Hoist the Colors, the song that they kept singing in at World's End is an actual sea shanty. Like that's not something they made up for the movie. And I'm sure Dead Men Tell No Tales is the same way, but with that movie coming out in 2017 at the height of, Oh, everyone loves this ride at Disney. We just added Johnny Depp to it. Like all this stuff. It, it felt more like a, Ooh, we want to get the ride audience into. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of where it lost. But in that regard, at least it continued the story of Will and Elizabeth, who, by the way, I'm saying it now. Here's hot take number two. Elizabeth and Will are the main characters of Pirates Mm. of the Caribbean. And I know you can say it's Jack Sparrow, but as I said earlier, he is the third character that perpetually moves the plot forward. There is not, I don't think there is a single one of these movies that starts or the plot moves without Jack Sparrow being involved. That is so true. That is so true. (laughs) Because even (laughs) in Dead Man's Chest... Even in Dead Man's Chest, where Elizabeth and Will are arrested, it's because they helped Jack Sparrow. Mm-hmm. Which then, you know, you can say, well, if that's the case, then he is the main character. And I'm like, no, because we start out all three of these movies on Will and Elizabeth, one yeah. or the other or both. So, like, I don't know. They, I think- And honestly, I cared more about them than I did Jack Sparrow. Like, Jack is cool. And he's a pirate will forever be an iconic mm-hmm. soundtrack. But like, I re- I really cared about them I and I could get invested in their There's a difference between main character and central focus, if that makes sense. So like Jack Sparrow is the center of this universe that everything revolves around, but that doesn't make him like the main character, if that makes sense. Because you're not, they're not pushing you to care about Jack Sparrow because... He kind of sucks. Like, he's kind of the worst. But also, it's his charm that, like, makes you love him. But And you, like, kind of want to root for him. But you, like, kind of shouldn't. But he's cool. And so it's, like, this back and forth of, like, is he... Because you don't have to be a protagonist to be the main character. But also, I wouldn't consider him a protagonist. So he's a there's a specific word yeah for the I type of protagonist he is I know I what you're talking about I just don't know what it is I'm going to google it if Try you want to google keep, that uh, um and then I have I have beef with Dead Men Tell No Tales because it feels like a reboot because this is 2017 this is 14 years after the original mo- the first movie came out. And so 
All I could think of, I was watching this with Amy, I leaned over to her, I said, Jack Sparrow feels so different in this movie. And what she pointed out is she said, he's old. Jack Sparrow gets older. And in Dead Men Tell No Tales, he's just not as exciting. And he's just like, and that's, I think, and that is an important character move, I think. But it also makes for a less entertaining film, I feel, because that's what made, like, like you said, he perpetuates the plot. He's always like, boom, boom, bam, always doing something crazy. And so as he gets older and he's like, I kind of went out of this, I'm just going to drink my pain away and I'm going to give away this compass because I'm an idiot and stuff like that. It's just kind of like, I felt like he wasn't, his charm kind of wore off on me in Dead Men Tell No Tales because it felt like he was too, I don't want to say too old to be there, but I felt like he had run his course and he didn't want to be there, if that makes sense. Yeah, and I think that, yeah, it really felt like Johnny Depp was phoning it in Mm -hmm. for the fifth one. And I remember hearing a lot of stories about how he was late to set or he was not showing up in the best attire. He would just not show up at all, which to me says, well, maybe he didn't want Mm -hmm. to do that movie, but he was contractually, like maybe he had contractually signed for five movies. And that's why we ended up getting five movies. I also don't know what the timeline looks like for him and Amber Heard. And like, if there was just more stuff going on behind the scenes that we didn't see. So I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt on that one. But I felt like it ref- that reflected in the movie. Yeah, uh, the the closest tag like tagonist I could find mm-hmm. for Jack Sparrow would be the do uh, uh, I don't know how to pronounce this deuteragonist the deuteragonist which is um, a character who's not exactly in the spotlight but pretty close to it. Mm-hmm. And they're usually the yeah. sidekick in the company of the protagonist, giving advice, plotting against their rivals, and generally lending a helping hand. That's yeah, ar- arguably the cl- the most. That is the best thing for Jack Sparrow, if not protagonist. Which, um, like, I think Jack Sparrow is just the character that the camera follows. If that makes yeah. sense, like. Because they have to, because he's he's the funny guy. Yeah, no, and it makes, like, it's not a bad thing. It's really not. I love, freaking love Jack Sparrow as a character. He's awesome. He's iconic. Um, Right. And that's all Johnny Depp, baby. Like, that is, that's him. He is Jack Sparrow. That is Johnny Depp being Johnny Depp. And so, I think, like, there's just this huge world where all this cool stuff is happening, and you just get to follow, like, this crazy guy going through it, which, low-key... It's awesome. These are great movies. I really enjoyed watching all of these. And I want to say, I think it's Dead Man's Chest specifically that the cinematography was on point. Yes. Like, these are gorgeous movies. They really are. I don't don't think they're appreciated enough. I'm also going to look at release dates, and I'm going to say the first one was 2003. And then two and three were released in 2006 and 2007. They were back to back because yep, they were just like one, Lord of the Rings. They were contiguous. And then four years later in 2011, we get On Stranger Tides. 
And then five years or what? Six years later, we get yeah. Dead Men Tell No Tales, 2017. Which that I was feel like such a long time. I feel like they maybe should have kept it at three. I think no, this... they should have because those three movies are very connected. And what I realized makes the other two feel so different is Gore Verbinski did not direct them. Mm. And I'm pretty sure they didn't even have the same writers. I might be wrong on that. Letterboxd might not have the right cast and crew list. Hans um, Zimmer didn't even do the soundtrack. What? Oh. It's like, it's like, that's what I'm that's saying. So the sad. last two feel like Pirates fan fiction with a high production budget. Yeah. Especially when you get... Uh, I want to keep talking good things before I talk about how bad the last two are. Yeah. Um, something that I would I really loved and I don't see enough, and it's two things. One, they did a lot, and I mean a lot, of practical work oh my with gosh, these yes. movies. Like, the, you can tell that like the water is real, the sets like falling and like all that stuff and yeah maybe there's some cgi in there for like when the ship is flipping you mm -hmm. know throughout the water yeah right. sure but it looked realistic it looked great <laughs> like i just really enjoyed how practical everything was and even how good the cgi looked for davy jones or in the first movie when they would you know turn into skeletons when they walked into the the sunlight mm -hmm. or the moonlight like that kind of stuff was it looked really good and it really helped me feel like I was there and not so much, especially in Dead Man Tell No Tales. You can tell the difference between okay, we've gone from rough CGI or like good looking CGI, but mainly practical to oh my gosh, this ship can like its top can go down and then crash down on other ships and there's zombie sharks mm -hmm. and these dudes who can run on top of the water and like all this stuff and I'm like you just ugh. just calm down fell like, so far such a fall from grace it just, was because ah! even, even like the like the trilogy like they're for what they are they're pretty realistic and they're pretty grounded right. like there are rules to the pirates of the caribbean world they're more like guidelines but they're there and so it's just kind of like I feel like the last two started to really reach into like this weird, like religious, like mythology type. Like I think they leaned a little too far into the weirder side of like pirate lore. And I just wasn't a fan of that. There was like the super Christian, like missionary dude that was like, I saw her ankles. Like that is oh, no, no, no. That hold was on, hold so on. cringy. <laughs> I saw her ankles was in five. That oh, was yeah. Elizabeth and Will's son. Oh, when that, right. When she was like taking off her stuff, which I'm going to come back to her. I feel so bad. Oh, yeah. For her, but I'll get there. And it's funny that you say you don't like that they leaned into the pirate mythology and stuff. I would argue for me, that's what made the first three movies so good mm. is because we don't see world building like this in other movies and i'll lean more towards like other disney or like warner bros movie because i know there are a lot of indie movies that have the potential and maybe have done that that i just haven't seen but like just the way that this didn't because if you look at something like star wars the mm -hmm. lore is all there it's just whether or not we've actually adapted it as a show mm -hmm. or a movie or a comic or whatever same it's thing like for there, marvel you just need to engage it <laughs> 
Right. The, the, like all the lore and stuff for the Marvel movies is there. It's already been written. They're not really doing anything new. I mean, they are kind of in how they connect it, but they're using characters that have already really like been pre-established. So, and then you look at movies like this, where prior to this movie, Jack Sparrow did not exist. Elizabeth Swan did not exist. Uh, Will Turner did not exist. Barbosa did not exist. Like, all these characters did not exist. Now, in On Stranger Tides, obviously Blackbeard exists because everyone knows Blackbeard. That's, like, right. the famous... Like, that's the real-life famous pirate. Um, So, I don't know how I feel about that, but... In the first three, it was just, there was all this world building there, and it felt so natural, and the pirates felt actually scary. Yeah. Like, when they show up in Curse of the Black Pearl and just, like, completely waste the town, take Elizabeth, and then leave. Terrifying. That's what pirates did. Bro. That is what genuine pirates did. These movies did such a good job of showing you that, no, pirates are not these cool like oh we ride on ships and we use swords and like no they are genuinely they not just, great people they just go and like they just blew up the town like they're and then they terrorists. left and they're like, Bye. like they're 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 awful and Which, that's to say not that yeah. the british are any better and like the first three did a great job of characterizing that that yes yeah. pirates aren't great but the british aren't any better yeah because they're like out here like in the fifth movie, they're just gonna kill that girl because she's a scientist. She's a witch. How <sighs> dare she? It's just like in Beauty and the Beast. We're gonna shun Belle because <sighs> she knows how to read books. Women can't read. Women can't. <laughs> That's not, not allowed. Not the women. <laughs> so it's just it's stuff like that, and I feel like today we have this really warped sense of what pirates are, like. In the Pirates of the Caribbean ride, they changed a few things because they're like, oh, well, you know, it's not really culturally acceptable anymore to do that. And I'm like, okay, but nothing I'm about not saying, this is okay. <laughs> listen, there's nothing okay about auctioning off women. That was never okay. But to but I'm actively not change didn't your do ride. It. <laughs> But to actively change your ride and make like cut that part out is so disingenuous because now people have a very like, oh, pirates are cool. They run around with swords and eye patches and stuff. And we need to not forget that pirates are right. bad people who run around stealing, killing people yeah. and auctioning off women. Which, All three like, things that are not OK. Which like even like having that in the ride doesn't condone it. Like, right, because it's presented as a bad thing. Like, pirates are bad people, and they do bad things. That doesn't mean, hey, go do this. I'm not going to watch right. Pirates of the Caribbean and say, maybe I should raid a British town. No. Yeah. Like, I'm not going to go sail the seven seas and pillage. It's just kind of like, you're right. It's kind of like this, like, pirates are so cool. And it's like, I don't no, know. No, they're really you're, not. You're right. This movie does do a really good job, especially showing, like, not being afraid to show how disgusting like pirates were like this is these this are is some genuinely nasty gross stuff movies. movies these are some gr there's some gross scenes which like, goes back to the art like the art direction and the production design with the costuming and like they make the pirates look yeah. gross especially yeah. that one guy who like his eye keeps falling out oh yeah and then like they'll suck on his eye and then spit it out and put it back in his 
eye socket. Yeah. I'm like, that's gross. It's that's so disgusting. Gross. <laughs> but they weren't afraid to do it. They were just like, yeah. I feel like this. That's a good point. These are. This is a very accurate representation of like pirates. It's not fantasized, right? So, and then you have like Will and Elizabeth who like genuinely don't want anything to do with it, but they kind of have to mm-hmm. because the British aren't being great either. But then it seems like after the third movie, Elizabeth goes on and lives a somewhat like normal life yeah because uh, uh, will comes back at some point and they have a son um so you know which i guess she they... goes on and lives a normal life question okay, mark i was so, i don't know i was so confused about the son because i was like in that movie she was like had like this back and forth thing with jack sparrow and then will is gone for 10 years at a time and they have a kid, and I'm just like, uh, just a little, a little. I was a little put off by that. I was like, whose, whose kid is this? Like, I don't know. Like, I mean, the implication is that it's it's, it's Will it and Elizabeth's Will's kid. Son, They're not gonna go anywhere else with that. Out of context, I, I was like, I don't think that I don't think Elizabeth actually had a thing for Jack. I think that was more of a no. manipulative thing because remember when she kissed him in Dead Man's Chest, that was so that she could distract him and tie him to the ship, mm-hmm. and then they could all leave. Yeah, which I am really glad they followed up on that mm-hmm. in At World's End when he sees her again. And like is like, oh, you haven't mentioned to everyone else that you tied me to the ship, and now you're the mm-hmm. reason I'm here. Hmm. Yeah, that was. That really seems good. incredibly disingenuous to everyone else. That uh, was really good, because <laughs> then now I, it puts her in the like, because like going back to Jack Sparrow's not a good guy, but now she's in the villain spot. Right. And so it's like re- this really interesting like shifting roles. I just thought he I can be like, I'm not really a great good. guy. But at least I didn't tie her to, uh, <laughs> you know, the post and let the kraken kill you. Literally. <laughs> so, so I don't know. Those that's really that's really interesting. I got very excited in At World's End when they did the transition from the real world to Davy Jones' locker. There was uh, mm-hmm. they put in literal audio from the ride. Like it was actual. Like I had to go back and play it because I was like, oh, that sounds <laughs> just like. And I listened to it again. I was like, that's from the ride. That's actual ride audio. They just ripped that right from the ride and put it there, and I'm okay. Uh, that was that was cool. Okay, I want to clip this out, put it on Instagram. I need to find the video of us on the Pirates of the Caribbean ride, and when it hits the dip, and we just screamed at the top <laughs> of our lungs and like freaked everyone out. Other people on the ride were screaming, and it was so funny because there's it's not an intense ride at all. You no, just it's not dip a, bad a little bit, either. and I just go. Ah! Is so funny. I need to. I need to find that video and post that. I also That's need to find. You can. Po- you can post this as the announcement post. Um, but there's a picture. I went as Jack Sparrow for Halloween, 2013. I think. Oh my gosh. Oh yeah, it was 2013 because that was the year we went on a Disney cruise and they had the Pirates and Princess Night and I reused the costume. Mm. Um, but I did like the pose and everything. Like I got really into the whole like Jack Sparrow uh, pose. Um, my mom like took her makeup brush and painted a goatee on my face and did like the little cross and the the like dark under the uh-huh. eyes. It was great. Uh, I'm sure it was iconic. <laughs> Jack Sparrow is. I'll show you the picture. No, you should. <laughs> after we record. Is that all you have to say about the good movies? 
Yeah, in, in, pretty in much. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, the bad movies on Stranger Tides. So, um, so mermaids. <laughs> I Loki. I would rather watch on Stranger Tides than Dead Men Tell No Tales. If like, if I was put in a room, and somebody was like, "You're not coming out till you watch on Stranger Tides or Dead Men Tell No Tales." Uh, and you can't watch neither or we'll kill you. I'd be like, all right, fine. Put on On Stranger Tides because at least that was somewhat interesting. You know, I disagree. Really? Because Dead Men Tell No Tales at least is shorter and By not... like what? 10 minutes? Like 15 tw- minutes? It's like two... Part, uh, Dead Men Tell No Tales is like two hours. Like 2.15 and then on Stranger Tides is two twenty. All right, it's, wow, it's shorter. Five whole minutes. It's shorter. But I also wow. like on Stranger Tides. I was struggling to stay awake. Like I was like, honestly, this is, me too. <laughs> this is boring. It's slow and it's long, and there's like two characters that I care about in that movie. Even and even then, I'm kind of like, eh. I don't think I don't like what they did with Barbosa in that movie. I really don't. I don't like what they did with Barbosa in either of the last two movies. No, me I feel neither. Like they really ruined his character, and they ruined Jack Sparrow in the fifth movie. But we'll we kind of already talked we'll about that, but that. we'll get there. It's it's not great. The best part for me of On Stranger Tides was honestly the fact that they stuck a missionary in there, and I <laughs> think it's so hilarious. Funny. I, I just. They started off with it so strong, too. Like, it uh-huh. was actually a good moral message of, like, oh, anyone can be saved, blah, 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 blah. Like, that was there. Yeah, which is and true. And then they just kind of <laughs> took, took a big fat nosedive with it. So were you talking about the missionary? Yeah, I was talking about the missionary, and then my audio died. Um, so <laughs> we're back. But what I, what I was saying is they were – it started off really good. Mm-hmm. And then they were just like, you know what? Let's go right off the deep end, and let's actually mm-hmm. not do it well. Let's do it bad. And then he became <laughs> the butt of every joke, and it was like, oh, he's falling for the mermaid. How funny. He's never seen a woman before. Uh, and it was just like yeah. really playing into that whole Christians. Uh, uh, Christians never seen a woman before? Whoa, that's crazy, oh! homie. Um so, Said two Christians with girlfriend up top. Hey, yoke. <laughs> hey. Let's go. But uh, yeah, it, it's that was so bleh. cringy. I'm sorry. It didn't go. It didn't go very well. No, um, no. and I also didn't like the mermaids. They were so just bizarre. Listen, and that's kind of that's kind of what I'm talking about more with like the weird. They leaned into the weird part of like the lore with pirates, like killer mermaids really well that's how mermaids are again yeah this isn't again okay i'll give on stranger tides credit for one accurately portraying mermaids because again a lot of people forget that mermaids are not the disnified oh they're singing underwater and they just want to be humans and they have red hair no these are supposedly she devils who lure men to their deaths like and honestly, there was this scene where she was like holding the guy's face on the boat and like pulling him closer. And I was like, please, I want please. fang teeth to pop out and I want her to kill him. <laughs> and then the fang teeth popped out and I was like, yes. let's go. And then they had like these weird like seaweed Spider Man 
whip things. Yeah, that was weird. What was, what was up with that? I don't. I thought that was a weird decision. The but whole okay, time Jack Sparrow's off, running, I'm like Spider Man. Spider Man. Spider Man. Spider Man. So I, I appreciate I that just, they did that. I also just I didn't like. It was weird because like the pirates are very like I guess sexual, and they're very like. I don't. I guess like monkey brain type, but it's also well. Like, they are also men who get locked out at sea for like months at a time. So I, I mean, can understand where that mentality comes. That's from. incredibly valid, but also I thought they were just kind of like women, huh? And I thought, and I <laughs> didn't never seen a woman. I didn't appreciate that. I thought that was like, oh, I didn't. I thought that was weird. I was like maybe out of character for some, not some of the crew, but I don't. I don't know. It just thought. I thought it was weird. The mermaids in general were weird to me. It's also weird, and this movie definitely starts leaning in that direction. They're weird, I don't know, I guess, mischaracterization of women. Yeah. Of, like, they're now... Like, we came off of the first three movies that had Elizabeth Swan, who is this, like, pardon my French, but, like, this badass, like... Mm-hmm. I don't take crap from anybody. You're not going to tell me what to do. Becomes the mm -hmm. pirate king. Just like, a girl boss. <laughs> right. Like just a girl boss. We go from that to, oh yeah, the first mate is Blackbeard's daughter, but she's really an evil witch because she uses her yeah. looks to uh, get what she wants. And, you know, she's not that great of a person. And yeah. And then we have the mermaids who are like also oddly sexualized in a way. Not all of them, but just the one. And then yeah. that leads into Dead Men Tell No Tales with... That poor girl. That <laughs> poor girl. I feel so bad for her because they just sexualized her to no end. And it did not have to be that way. Which Especially is so when weird. they're trying... They were really trying to make her the new Elizabeth Swan in the same way that they're trying to make their son, whose name I don't even remember... Uh, the new will like they were trying to yeah. do the new will in elizabeth and then they just like sexualize this poor girl to death when they yeah. never did that for elizabeth and maybe they did a little bit in the first movie yeah but then after that it was not as big of a deal which like and it was never I a big deal for elizabeth but anyone like, I else understand the pirates they're like they're pirates they're like swashbuckling we're getting the women but like like, Elizabeth Swan was handled so well in that first movie, like, maybe a little bit, but in a piratey way that made sense right. for the story and the characters. And then after that first movie, I feel like she turned it, she, like, became, like, her really cool self that, like, she became respected. Right. And, uh, like, I'm trying to remember what it's called. It may have been the elimination of women. That may have been what it was called. But that was a real historical event where they would, like, burn so many women at the stake because they thought they were witches and they would just do like regular things but because they were women they thought that it was witchcraft which is low like not funny but like kind of funny um but i'm just kind of like like that's important and like i i see what they were trying to do but it came off because of when it came out, how it was handled. It came off very like feminist to me. And I felt very preached to of like, look at this strong women with the world is against her. She's so brave. Where like, 
Elizabeth Swan in the first three movies felt so much more natural. And I didn't feel like there was an agenda to that of like, look at this strong woman. It's just like, no, this is her character and she's falling into this cool captain role. But then this girl who's in the Maze Runner, by the way, that's the only other thing I've seen her in. Really? Um, She's the girl, the girl from the Maze Runner. Um, And so, I don't know. I thought it was weird. She was like, yes, I can see the stars. And he's like, it's like, oh, but you're a woman. And it was just like, but you're a woman. Ah, it's, it set the time. It set a date. It's a, it's a, it's It's a a 2017 movie. It's a timepiece because say it as it is. It's a 2017 2017 movie, which like, I understand it's the historical reference of like that happened. Yes. But it was so like hardcore, strong women, like big race Skywalker vibes. And I just didn't. (laughs) appreciate it if that makes sense i don't dislike her as a character i don't like i have no beef like with the actress or the character or anything i just don't like being preached to yeah. in movies and that's what it felt like to me because there was nothing wrong with elizabeth swan being a girl boss that was no. actually quite she welcomed was, honestly she was a great girl boss <laughs> that probably was the one historical inaccuracy i could i could allow because would that actually have happened in real life? I don't know. I was never there. But from what I've heard, that didn't seem to be a very common thing. Mm-hmm. But if you want to have like one or two historical inaccuracies, because it, it is a work of fiction. It's not a historical mm-hmm. biopic of pirates. Oh, if you're going to break down like the historical inaccuracies of Pirates of the Caribbean, there's a list. There's, yeah, there's a, a list. list. That's and not the hill to them. die on. But that was okay. That's not the hill to die on. Yeah, <laughs> because there were all the other things that we've previously mentioned that actually worked. But then in 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 you know what? I'm not even going to give on Stranger Tides uh, another light <laughs> of day. I don't even want to. It it was a bad movie. I don't care. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I did think it was. Uh, I thought it was incredibly ironic that Jack dumps the dumps the girl off on the island, and then he's like, "All right, <laughs> you get the island." And uh, you get a pistol with one shot in it. So you can either kill some food or kill yourself. Your choice. And then he leaves. And I'm like, you know what? (laughs) Yeah, that was incredibly based. uh, It's based, but also I respect the reference because that's how he got left there. Mm -hmm. So, but Dead Men Tell No Tales is, I argue, the worst out of the five. It is just so bad and i want to go back to this movie felt so much more the world of the movie felt a lot more anti-women than it had ever been previously established in the other movies like there's literally they put emphasis on a sign in the brit wherever they're at i don't even remember um but the where they start out that it literally says no dogs no women which, first of all, there shouldn't be dogs allowed in buildings that's not your house anyway. That right. is still a rule we have to this day, kind of. Um, but it's just like the whole, like, oh, she's getting hanged because she knows science. So, therefore, she's a witch and she's evil. And if you don't fit into this stereotypical role of, you know, housemaid or whatever, you're a witch. And... It just feels so much more artificial because mm-hmm. Elizabeth Swan was never treated that way. And we've established, like, the British never treated Elizabeth Swan that way. Even Granted, she was royalty. 
Right, that's true. She wasn't a common But we never woman. saw any of this other anti-women stuff in right. the other movie. Like, there were no... Like, why is this happening all of the sudden? Right, why is it happening now? I don't believe that, like, something massive had to have changed between, the, what, like, I guess nine right. years or something between the third movie and the fifth movie or something like mm-hmm. that. So there's stuff like that. And then I I physically cringed when they made the horologist joke. Okay. I physically cringed. It This is a family-friendly hurt. podcast, but also it what hurt. the heck? <laughs> that was a, If was... you know, you know. What a weird joke. And even like that For joke a kid's I was talking movie. about I was well, I was talking about this movie. a family movie, which I like I was talking about this with friends too. Dead Men Tell No Tales in general just has a lot of like bad, like weird humor like that. Like just random like sexual jokes that like weren't anywhere to be found in the first three movies. Like they were like there were themes of that in an appropriate pirate context. Like none of it's appropriate, but it made sense for the story because they're pirates. But I feel like. There was a difference in the first few movies between them being pirates, and this one just felt like they were middle schoolers. Yeah. Because they were like, all like laughing at that joke. They're like, oh, <laughs> so what you mean <laughs> is... Uh, he goes, your mom. <laughs> your mom. She's more horizontally reclined. And I'm like, oh my God. <gasps> you and know I'm the writers like, who wrote that frick. thought that was the funniest thing they've ever written. Oh, you know. Like that oh, was know. the joke. And they were that like, you know it. what, guys? They were this like, is this it. is it, guys. This is it. This is the funniest thing we've ever written. Yeah. The rest of the movie is just... Uh, I, I couldn't get behind the villain because, again, he didn't feel scary because he didn't feel real. Not nope. saying that, again, a tentacle-bearded man with a peg leg and a crab hand is realistic, but he felt a whole lot scarier than the uh, than the Spanish guy who got slightly slighted by Jack Sparrow due to That's his so true. own arrogance. That's so by true. By the way, it's not Literally. even Jack's fault. The dude was so thirsty for blood that he got himself killed. <laughs> We're just kind of like, like, don't hate the player. <laughs> hey, like, listen, don't hate the sucks, player. Hate I, the game. It sucks to suck. Essentially, like, what do you what do you want from me? <laughs> it didn't feel scary because it didn't look real. And I know that's yeah. like, oh, well, if you want your villains to look real. I'm like, well, it didn't feel real. Because, like, yeah. he's like, look real and feel I'm going to kill Jack Sparrow. And I'm like, well, no, get in line, buddy. You're like, yeah, what, the fourth person now who wants to kill Jack Sparrow? Like, this is not anything new. Yeah, I and didn't like also, the villain. And also, we got our token Barbosa is the bad guy. And now he's not the bad guy. He's actually the good guy. Which... And this, this science girl is his daughter, Whoa. question mark. I that remember seeing that really in the theater, and it made no sense to me, even having not still seen the no other sense. movies. I feel like that was such a like a final attempt to like reel you in emotionally, and it just did not land for me. I, was I like, felt nothing Ow. when he died. <laughs> no, when he, he fell just, off, they spent the last I two movies ruining nothing. his character. Uh, if he had died in At World's End, I would I would have been like, oh man, I would have cried. That's yeah. so sad. Yeah. <laughs> but now it's like, uh, well, you've done this well, here, well, you've done this villain to hero trope twice, back to back. By the way, it's not even like they did this in the first movie, and then, because you know, 
I think his character in particular, because I do want to take a second to acknowledge Barbosa, because he's in every single movie. In the first three, he was a villain who had been slighted by Jack Sparrow. Mm -hmm. Shocker. Uh, but then he dies, but then he gets brought back, which it was never really clear how they did that, but I think it was fine. Because now they're like turning to him of like, oh, I'm the only person who can help you, and I'm going to help you save Jack Sparrow now because mm -hmm. I'm a different person uh, than I was before. And then that continues in At World's End where, you know, he continues to lead this like pirate revolution, which I should also mention, At World's End feels so different, like at least the beginning felt so different tonally from the other, mm -hmm. other ones because – it really felt like a end of the world. Like the Truly. British have taken over. Like this is it was the like end dark. of Empire Strikes Back, beginning of Return of the Jedi type vibe. It felt very beginning of Endgame to me. Right. Like we're at our lowest and we can only go up from here type thing. But they continued him leading on this pirate revolution and then... Obviously, it ends with he takes the Black Pearl, which him and Jack fighting over the Black Pearl will forever be a bit that they keep doing mm -hmm. until it's not. Uh, so I was going to say, I don't even remember how uh, I, don't, I don't even remember how they end the last movie with that. But then I was like, oh, that's right. Barbosa dies. <laughs> yep. Oh, Oops, yeah, geez. he does. I forgot about that. I pulled um, up the, the Rotten Tomatoes score for all five of these movies. Oh, do share. And what's fascinating, one, I don't trust Rotten Tomatoes at all. I truly no. don't. What does the audience like, score say? That's the only so, score that matters. Uh, Rotten Tomatoes has no bearing on reality, but I'm fascinated by their scores. So there is one Pirates of the Caribbean movie that Rotten Tomatoes doesn't say is rotten. And it's... Ooh. Can you guess which one? Is it... Uh, I'm trying to I'm trying to get into the mindset of Rotten Tomatoes mm -hmm. critics. And this is based off the Rotten Tomatoes score, not the audience Not the score. audience score. Okay. Is it at World's End? Nope. Is it Dead Men Tell No Tales? No. Oh. I mean, I'm already halfway there, so I guess is uh is it the first one? Yeah. Yeah. That the first one right. I the first one first. has an eighty on Rotten Tomatoes. And the audience score is 86 for Curse of the Black Pearl. Yeah, that's, the rest that's of pretty them, accurate. The rest of them, the highest rated one after that by Rotten Tomatoes is Dead Man's Chest at 53. Wow. Which seems kind of harsh. Yeah, that seems honest. really harsh. It wasn't that bad. I mean, these aren't like, like five-star movies, but... No, but I like... I gave them all... I gave the first three, I think, four stars, and then the last two were like two and a half or three. I gave the first one five stars, the other two four, and then the last two got like two or three. Yeah, um because they weren't great. So but what's interesting so like the second one is fifty three, the third one is forty four, fourth one is thirty three. Oh, it's just, it one, just keeps going down. Fifth one is thirty. All right. Wow, it just they keeps did going not down. like that movie. What there is the are, what's the audience score? For those movies there are does it follow the same trend or does it stay about the same four of the five there is only one parts of the caribbean movie that is rotten to audiences is it on stranger tides uh-huh yeah that's what i gather i scrolled 54. through some of the letterbox reviews and that seemed yeah. to be the general consensus 
So it has a 54 audience score for Stranger Tides. And then the first one is 86. The second and third one are both 72. And then Dead Men Tell No Tales is a solid 60. Yeah, that's not terrible. I disagree. <laughs> I disagree. I think, great. I think Dead Men Tell No Tales deserves more like a 50. Here's the thing. 55. As bad as 4 and 5 are, they still have really good production design. Mm-hmm. And they still have um the they still have like a great soundtrack, which all five movies yeah. have a banger soundtrack. It's oh, that's so, so true. That's so true. But but you know, it wasn't you know, great. I'm looking at I'm just, just glancing at my notes here for Dead Men Tell No Tales. They're trying to recapture the magic of Will and Elizabeth with these new characters. Yeah, by the way, I could not get invested in them at all. Nope. At all. Cause like they kiss at the end of the movie and I'm like, I, I feel nothing here. I feel nothing. Whereas like yeah. when Elizabeth and Will get married mid fight on the ship and Barbosa is the officiant of their wedding, like That's that sick. was cool. That's I sick. felt something there. That was dope. So what's interesting, my favorite scene, I think in all five of these movies are in at world's end and the first, my first favorite is when they get married on the ship. My second favorite, no, my second favorite is when they get married on the ship. My first favorite is when they come out and just absolutely demolish the British ship. Oh yeah! And all of the guards are like, "Like Captain, what do we do?" And he's just frozen. And then he like walks down the stairs, and it's as like the everything's ship exploding is like and destroyed around oh, him. That was cool. Like that was iconic like that is hands down i think the most beautiful shot in all of these movies it's It's just just the world slowly crumbling around him as he like descends the stairs of the ship so good they're so good yeah another thing oh no where'd it go the the note was right there (laughs) and i lost it Uh uh-oh there's oh ah oh the best part of dead man tell no dead men tell no tales is when will and elizabeth reunite at the end of the movie the very end of the movie that is the best part of a two close to two and a half hour movie yeah i don't and i'll never understand why they didn't bring those two characters back for the fourth and fifth movie like and i know they brought them back for the fifth movie in a sense and i think they could tell they could tell that the audiences didn't really like that they weren't in the movie so they kind of just kind of put them in there um but i'll never understand why they got rid of them because they were in my opinion the best part of the first three movies yeah i think the fifth one could have been better if they were in it but also like the fourth one was also like felt more like an anthology movie than anything else like it felt like a That's generic pirate think. movie with it, Jack it, Sparrow and Barbosa in it. It felt like a fi- a fan fiction with high production quality. That's, That's yeah, that really it, is the best way to put it, honestly. So, yeah, essentially wrapping up a little bit. The last two movies are not great. I think if they stayed at three, this would they be would a have golden been, trilogy. It would have just been revered as like one of those golden trilogies like lord of the rings 
uh, I can't say. Well, I could say Star Wars because the originals are a golden. Yeah, trilogy. the originals are good. So you could. Say, I would argue the prequels are good too. Yeah, people could, don't so like to could, admit it, but <laughs> so you could say like, I don't know, Lord of the Rings, uh, Star Wars, Pirates of the Caribbean. Like th- that's one of those. But I think those other two like fell so hard that it's not. And it's like, oh, there's five movies, and so it's more like it's kind of like how Fast and Furious isn't revered as this incredible movie series because it's gone so downhill yeah, and just like is derived into madness and they're making a 10th one. And it's just like, bro, there's too many. That's what I think. There is too many. That's why we'll never do a franchise revisit on Fast and Furious. There's (laughs) too many of them. But maybe one day i'm not opposed maybe one day start we'll start now (laughs) if we start now we can get there by the end of 2025 so that's kind of what's up i think these are i was impressed i was very impressed and these are great movies that i will watch again someday yeah i'll probably honestly i would show like my kids oh sorry Mm. i would show my kids or really anyone the first three and then mm-hmm. stop there because those yeah, are it's not worth that's it. the golden trilogy that's you know and it really shows the difference in having a unified director oh great here we go again not the low battery uh, it really shows we'll it, it really goes to show what happens when you have a unified director and like just this unified vision of a story for three movies and then you know you go from there yeah so ma'am good good, good first three any, movies and then the other two were bad so any anything else to say before my camera dies uh your camera I don't dies <laughs> don't think anything uh it's kind of a it's kind of funny the way that we talked about this versus jurassic park we're like man like Almost all of these, but one suck for Jurassic. Uh, they are, oh, they are one for six. Uh, and then Lord of the Rings was like, these are all really good. And then Pirates this of the was Caribbean like, is uh, three for five. Three for five. Three I'll for give five. Them that one. Good ratio. Good ratio. Um, Majority good. I hope they make no more. Just They're trying. They're trying so it's hard. Not, <laughs> it's not worth it. That's Let what it go. I'll say. Move on to a different Disney. I'd ride. rather try to make, which is that's that's what I'll wrap up as saying is they don't make movies like this anymore because this is just a fun, high quality, super like intensely well done, well put together adventure movie. Yeah, and we don't get well put together adventure movies anymore nope. and so i think they should stop trying to capitalize on pirates of the caribbean and move on and try to do something else and actually care about it and don't hey. just send it straight to disney plus hey disney guess what you have four actually you have six parks full of rides in the u.s alone pick a different ride move Literally. on i know honey mansion is coming out next year and Taika Waititi's working on a Tower of Terror movie. Okay, that's great. Jungle Cruise was okay. And you're yeah. trying to build out your Disney Park cinematic universe. But let Pirates of the Caribbean go. Let, let these it, three let die, be a perfect little timepiece and die. move on. You Thank got you. so many different rides. You got Space Mountain, Big Thunder Mountain. 
I don't want to say Splash Mountain because the, the movie for that one was actually really controversial <laughs> and um, not super great. We're but not going to talk about that. <laughs> we're going to excuse that one. It's going to be it's going to be Pir Pirates of the Frog, Princess and the Frog. Pirates of the Frog. Soon, Let's so go. It's okay. But yeah, you got uh, all these other things you could pull from. Do something else. Let so, Pirates yeah, of the Caribbean do go. Else. Let Johnny but, Depp go. Hey. <laughs> Free him from this curse. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Nerdiest Podcast. I hope you enjoyed it as much as I did. If you want to support us, the best thing you can do is subscribe on Spotify, subscribe on YouTube. Just like, can make sure you're following. You can follow on Instagram. Link's in the description. We're just at The Nerdiest Podcast, too. We're on Twitter at Nerdiest Pod if you want to go there. And you can, if you have a question, you can email us or you could go to the... Uh, the contact us page. I'm so distracted by you right now. <laughs> or you could go to the contact us page on our website. All the links will be in the description. There'll probably be a poll down there. That's not my job, so I'm not gonna guarantee it. It's my job. But I'm gonna hey. put some uh, for the poll. I'll put some franchises down there of what we should revisit Sweet. next. Yes. Wrap I'm gonna put up. Sharknado on there. Sharknado is really Aww. killing it in the polls. Uh, Spotify <laughs> poll is doing great, and uh, the YouTube community post poll is doing great. So it looks like we'll be revisiting Sharknado next year, and I'm Yay. all here for it. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, everybody, for listening, and we'll see you in the next episode. Peace out. Uh, bye. Bye.